the Citizen's Guide to the Supernormal. Record a podcast this week? What are you thinking about recording? Should we do that? We're going to record a podcast. Hold on. Let me see if we've got everything we need. Alcohol? Yes. Check. Three white guys in a basement? Check. Check. A weird Muppet that has his mouth open like he was stabbed and now has croaked there? He was not stabbed. It looks like he was, he was like cut in half. He was just mildly surprised when I put my fingers inside him. And most people might think we're still in my basement, but we're not. We we're went, not. We went back to the we scene. We migrated. The, we're back here. in the war room. Back in the scene of the original crime. We're back in the war room. Yeah. Surrounded by Legos. Yes. And uh, army stuff. I'm actually kind of comforted by the Legos, but this fucking thing staring at me, this little guy here, he's a... Uh, Don't worry about Cousin Nicky, all right? He looks like he needs a Why beer. is he wearing a bowling shirt? Because he's Italian. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> and everybody knows Italian. So why isn't he wearing a wife beater? Uh, what do you think's under the bowling shirt? Also, I'm uh, not touching him. Also, tank top, please. It's offensive. Jesus Christ, I can't take you anywhere. You, this is why we had to cut out half the audio of a fucking Maynard's Roundtable episode with you. Yeah, seriously. It wasn't half the audio, it was like a third. That's more than we normally cut out. And we, we record it mostly drunk with Maynard's cat meowing at us the entire yeah, time. Yeah, seriously. I mean, we don't even cut out the cat. You just can't hear her because she's old and... Listen, in it's the not... I mean, you guys invite me places. The cat makes <laughs> the cat makes two distinct noises. One is a meow, and one is an exceptionally loud, thunderous fart. <laughs> Are we recording? Yes. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, well, welcome to uh, another episode, episode number 14 of The Citizen's Guide to the Supernormal. Before 14. we get... 14, yeah. We've like, been really erratic lately. Like, do we, do our, we, get we have been erratic, but the good news is we're getting a little bit more consistent because... Thanks to our patrons, you wonderful motherfuckers, every single one of you. We now have SoundCloud Pro, so we'll be uploading episodes directly to SoundCloud and then giving it out to our various friends. So, um, fuck, let's get started with goddamn dick news. Uh, goddamn dick news, That's is that how we're going to call God this from now? Goddamn, goddamn dick, dick news. news. Um, we could call it things that people did with their polls in 2019. But that could be misconstrued as a fishing thing. Yeah, no. I mean, you did that fishing show, right? So Not yet. Not yet. I'm going to do a fishing. Guys, I'm going to be on a TV show. Can That's I, a big deal. Can I come? Yeah. No, okay. you, you were already written in. Oh, nice. We're a package deal. We, I don't go anywhere without you. I'm sorry. Well, it's also because he <laughs> hides in your trunk every time you try and go somewhere. It kind of weirds people out when I go to the bathroom and hold your hand the whole time. But you know what? I appreciate the support. Well, I mean... Both with you holding my hands and when you pull back my testicles so I don't pee on them. That's that's not me, just so you know. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> they're right, just, they're just so swollen, they get in the way everywhere, huh? <laughs> they really do. They really All do. right, so uh, we got a lot of dick news to cover. By the way, just so you guys know, um, totally unrelated topic, don't put a cock ring on your testicles. That's not where it's supposed to go. Continue. So we got a lot of dick news to cover. Uh, 2017 it was a busy year for dick, apparently. <laughs> So uh, we're gonna jump. We're gonna jump right into it. What are we in a fucking yeah. time machine? Twenty seventeen. Uh, I just I uncovered mean, the article, and uh, I I don't know that they've done a twenty eighteen version. And since we're in twenty nineteen, I'm just gonna say that uh, you know, it, this came out April of twenty seventeen. So it's very possible that twenty eighteen is just a year behind. Okay. Uh, All right. Anyway. Right. Anyway. Anyway, anyway. Anyway. I mean, look, people have had dicks going back to the beginning of time, so it doesn't really matter. All right. Well, so the first uh, this this was a nine thing nine places nine things that men did to their penises in 2017. Uh, number one, uh, I'm only going to give you like 
five, and then there's like a whole whatever. Number one, man breaks penis during vigorous intercourse, prompting emergency surgery. Um, and you get the old right angle. Was it? Wait, he, how do you break it? It was a rough night in China. How do you break it? Can it, is there is there an explanation on how to break it? I just want to know. So when I'm vigorously masturbating later because I haven't had sex in 20 years, I just want to know exactly how to not do it. No, he just lined up and missed. So okay, we, so he just like hit the thigh a little bit. Is this is this like a new game? We're gonna we're gonna just try and guess what what they did. Yeah, I want to know. I want to guess. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say that she fell backwards. Oh, that that sucks. Right? Ooh, she was trying to do. You're bending it. <laughs> Oh. She was trying to get fancy with it, like Riley Reed, and then she fell off. And oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. Oh, no good. I'm never going to look at a right angle the same. That's no good. <laughs> You're going to have a bad time. Did you just break a glow stick? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, don't shake it. Don't shake it. It's not a glow stick. <laughs> All right. All right, Manon, what's your guess? I'm just gonna just say that he lined up and just you know he hit went it wrong. a l- little bit to the left. Got the belly button instead. <laughs> well, it, you know he could have been in the, a different position and had a lot more to aim at. And you know. <laughs> he went. <laughs> he was he was going down the middle, but he went to the left. I mean, he he went for the gold and got the the, run, the runway lights were not functioning. No, no, <laughs> you don't you I, don't start a night landing like that. No, it was like the end of Die Hard two before they like. Blew up the plane. You know what it? You know what it was. It was the lack of glitter that threw him off. So uh, one man's <laughs> night went from great to living nightmare after he broke his penis while having sex with his wife. Yes, you can actually break your penis. I'm not going to click on the. Here's what happens when you do. Um, but it wait, happens commonly. A wait, during, there's a picture. Uh, no, no it's just it. another link to an article, and I'm not. Oh, okay, no. So wanna... uh, happens commonly during vigorous intercourse. Vigorous, vigorous is is in that's in that's in quotations, so you know it's important. You know, there's there's a lot of talk about how bad porn is for the female porn stars, but I don't think we fully cover the perils of being a male porn star. Vigorous boning could break your bone. Um, so apparently, new positions can be fun and exciting, but uh, don't push it to the limit, or it could end in a snap. Push it to the uh, limit. End in end in a snap. Was he doing crouching tiger hidden wiener? <laughs> Uh, apparently they were just having sex when he heard a cracking sound followed by his penis immediately swelling up and developing dark bruising. Oh. They stated it resembled ah. it resembled an eggplant. Oh. Hey, hey, finally, finally, life imitates art. You know what I mean? When the man arrived at the hospital. <laughs> when the man arrived at the hospital, his penis was badly swollen, discolored, and protruding at an odd angle. <laughs> Uh, so the doctors diagnosed the man with a penile fracture uh apparently it's a tear of the corpora cavernosa an erectile tissue that runs along the penis it becomes hard when blood flows through it during an erection doctors are able to repair the man's penis uh without immediate treatment it can lead to erectile dysfunction other complications but as we pointed out in the past as long as you see your doctor quickly you're able to have again sex again in four to six weeks Four to six weeks? Yes, it takes four to six weeks for that to uh, recover. What if it's been longer than four to six weeks since you've had sex in general? Uh, I've heard if you don't use it, you lose it. Wait, my penis? I lose my penis? Uh, I'm not sure what it is, but yes. Shit, I better get a flashlight. Um, Hey, did you guys see the vajankle? 
I did see the Vajankle. Uh That's something. Uh, you you guys remember our friend JC Money, John Smino? Yes, yes, of course. That was something. We got to get the CEO on the show. Is he listening? Uh, he does listen from time to time. Yeah. Hey, um, CEO John Semino, get on our fucking show. We'll talk about mysteries of professional wrestling. Like why all those guys always so sweaty. So he, they covered the Vajankle years ago. Uh, they did on on uh, Get Ready America. So he's an expert then. He's. He covered the Vajankle. He was like the fucking... He found the Vajankle first. John, we need to get you on the show so we can talk about the Vajankle. Imagine showing up to your like high school reunion and you're like, uh, you know, people like talking about what they've done. Like, oh, I'm a news anchor. Oh, I, you know, like I uh, fucking won a prize for running a super marathon. Yeah, I'm a foot model that people fuck. <laughs> like... This is the foot that launched a thousand bonus. Yeah. Uh, seriously. You know, I was like, uh, hey, do you guys see the, the machine that jerks you off in China? Yes. Oh, that thing was frightening. So, I like, know. look, I get it. I get that it's there for medical reasons, but can I just borrow it for a little bit? <laughs> well, it's there also if you want to just donate sperm. But what creeped me out is they were lined up side by side like urinals. I what don't know. I, what if I just wanted to donate sperm to myself? Yeah, side by side. That I'll was put weird. It you just go in and there's just like a dude next to you. There's like, not even a going, barrier. It's like, like, what's going on? Was this the military? <laughs> <laughs> well, at least I got to be honest with you. Even in the military, it's looked down upon to beat off near somebody else. Um, when I was at Fort Dix, we were stuck in tents. Fort what? Oh, you heard me. <laughs> you heard me. Fort Dix, D-I-X. So I was at Fort Dix in New Jersey. We were getting ready to go to. Yeah, overseas, I bet you like Fort Dix, didn't going you? Going across the big water. <laughs> I thought it was nice. It was a little wet, a little humid, uh, kind of warm. But you know, stinky. sort of, ex- <laughs> sort of to be expected. A sticky in that location, very sticky. So anyway, um, we were we were at this like fake military base thing that they have there for training exercises, and uh, we all had bunk beds in our tents. And uh, my teammate was above me, and I'm not going to say his name because I don't want to shame him that much. But I recall one night I was watching a movie on my phone with my headphones on. Incognito browsing. <laughs> no, no, I didn't have internet access there, unfortunately. So I took my headphones out, and I started to hear the telltale. It probably you know sounded a little bit more like this. Oh, God, please don't. <laughs> so anyway, I immediately put my headphones on, rolled over on my side, closed my eyes, and cried myself to sleep because I knew what my teammate was doing up top. We all knew what you were doing. Yeah, he you was, rolled over on your back, you opened your mouth, and you waited. He was polishing his M4, and I was not ready for the back blast. So, uh, the so next, he heard you all crying. Right, the next <laughs> yeah. morning, the next morning we're, we're all getting together for a, for a quick squad meeting. That's what you guys call it? And uh, I was like, hey, guys, <laughs> private, not going to say his name, was beaten off in the bunk above me last night. And he looks at me, he's like, dude, what the fuck? Why would you blow up my spot like that? And I was like, are you going to ever do that again? And he's like, no. And I was like, that's exactly why I did that. Uh, all right, so. <laughs> Fucking polishing the carrot right above my head. All right, dick news is getting Asshole. a little long. Let's get back to it. <laughs> yeah, that's what she said. Well, I uh, mean, that technically was dick news. It was just- that was dick news, and it was horrifying dick news. It was more like dick story. I just <laughs> pretended I just pretended my teammate didn't have a dick the entire time I knew him. And then, you know, I found out proof because he's just jacking his fucking... Scrubbing, scrubbing the the musket above me in bed. All right. So uh, this next man was hospitalized after something was inserted into his penis. You guys want to take guesses? Glass rod. We talked about no, this in yeah, a previous episode. No. Yeah, Coat no, hanger. I, I don't even go ahead. I, did I, he I not no know guess. how to give him? Did he think he was going to give himself an abortion? 
I, mean, I guess if Maynard's not going to guess, I'm going to give it out. Ready? Go. In the uh, the world's most uncomfortable pincushion, man hospitalized hospitalized after inserting sewing needles into his penis. Ah, oh. I do not understand Next this story. Not, Next hold on, story. time out. I do not understand this fetish. I had to get a catheter once, and I got to tell you guys, there was nothing enjoyable about that experience. I had two hot nurses inserting a catheter in my penis, and not once was I like, you know what, I could do this again. This would be all right. Uh, so back to China. Who's into that? I'm blocking my ears. I'm not talking about the catheter now. I'm talking about China. Uh, Who's into that? I want to know. Who's got an Asian fetish? Back, Let's do it. Back to China. Put sticking, it in the comments. Sticking 15 sewing needles. I couldn't get past one. Oh, I have God. a hard time. Like I sometimes I like prick my finger to like test my like blood sugar or like, like. Why are you testing your blood sugar? Uh, just because. Just I'm, for fun. Because I'm curious. just for funsies. Yeah. Just Wilford Brimley. I'm, I'm curious actually. You want so, some oatmeal? So uh, diabetes. Sometimes I have a hard time. Sometimes <laughs> like fucking actually pushing the button and pricking my finger. I don't know that I could get a sewing needle into my penis. Uh, but anyway, this I think guy that's got the only time you ever hesitate when confronted with a future prick. Uh, Nailed it. Thirty-five-year-old man sought treatment at the General Hospital of Shenyang Military Region in Shenyang of Liang Province. After. After nearly a year of inserting sharp objects inside of him, oh, so it was a fetish. Did he not? It think was they a fetish. Were, did he think they were just not kind of like not? There's going to be no ill effects. Uh, the bachelor who started putting needles into his manhood. I was a bachelor. Pinhead yeah, up. Wait, so he was doing it backwards. Yeah. Anyway, claiming. So the whole part where you put the fucking thread was going in. Yeah. Oh my god! Claiming the experience, no. Claimed to experience no discomfort until recently when he started feeling intense pain and seeing blood while urinating. Oh, gosh, I wonder why. Uh, doctors performed an x-ray and found the needles were stuck at the membranous urethra. Uh, they spent nearly 90 minutes carefully removing the needles, which ranged from 2 to 4 inches in length. 2 to 4 inches in two length. 2 to 4 inches in your dick. All right. Hold on, time out. This brings up another interesting correlation. No, 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 no. We're going we're to just chug right on. You know what, Albert Fish, the gray man? He was this horrible fucking serial killer back in the day in the 1920s, and he used to do that. He used to, st but what he used to do is he would he would put them in his gooch. <laughs> <laughs> he would put the the needles right up there in and the grundle. If you go online, if you Google Albert Albert Fish X-ray, you can see an X-ray of all the fucking uh, sewing needles in his grundle. Gross. Yeah, he he was on he was on uh what's his fit on the House of a Thousand Corpses. He was he was on the tour. So you guys. Oh, are, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Good job. Yeah, you guys yeah. are zero for two. Let's let's move right along. Uh, this man got his penis stuck in what household tool? Uh, it's got to be a shop vac, right? Mm -hmm. Who hasn't put their dick in a vacuum? Come on, guys, be honest with yourselves. You don't have to be honest with me. You don't have to blow yourself up, but you know you've done it. No, I mean, that's really I the can only... tell by the look on Maynard's face. He knows I found him out. That's really the only thing you could... A household tool, guys. Yeah, it's a fucking vacuum cleaner. Easily. Yeah, it's gotta be. This guy got his penis stuck in a wrench. You did the wrong thing. You put your dick in the wrong thing. How Firef do you get your dick stuck <laughs> in a fucking wrench? Firefighters and doctors worked for two hours to remove the wrench from a Chinese man's penis. What is up with China, man? China is not doing sex right. <laughs> 
Was it <laughs> ever since they implemented the one baby policy? They have really fucking screwed the pooch. Oh, like one of those wrenches with the circle at the yeah. end. Oh, oh no. when doctors were uh, what, unable to remove it due to swelling, they had to call local firefighters to come and saw it off. It kind of oh. serves as like a cock ring when you think about it. No, uh, how did he get it in there? How big was this thing? Uh, I have seen, I've never seen one big enough that I'm like, oh yeah, I can definitely put my dick in that. When doctors asked the man how the wrench ended up on his penis, he refused to provide any detail and just stated that he'd very much like some assistance in the removal. Uh, the doctors found the swelling was too large. Uh, it seems like one of those things you could like twirl on okay, but there's no way it's coming off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, you know, did you not have dish soap? You know when your you know when your wedding ring gets really tight? Yeah, and yeah, you, yeah. Like, put soap on there and yeah, like yeah. No. Be like, I could get this on, but like, but you're not getting it off. You're not getting off either. You may be surprised to learn this isn't the first firefighter penis rescue story to come out of China that year. <laughs> this please, is uh, please, please enlighten us. A lot of pain involved in these man, stories. A man in a different province found himself in an identical situation when his penis was stuck in a small wrench for 17 hours. Oh, the only difference is dentists had to be brought in with a dental drill to ultimately free the penis. Yikes. I have so many questions. All right. And all, all right. of them involve why. I got to chug right along here because we're, we're running up on it. Woman's vagina grows teeth and bites man's penis. I don't believe you. Uh, this, a bladder surgery gone wrong. Uh, according to an article published in The Sun, Teresa... Wow, okay, here we go. Bartram <laughs> and, her, and her partner were mid-intercourse when her vagina grew teeth and left her partner severely damaged. I'm sorry. Just, I, she I, had a bladder operation where a plastic mesh was, was inserted into her bladder uh, or inserted to lift her bladder. The mesh was fitted too low and ended up eroding through the vaginal wall, oh. resulting in a row of plastic teeth. So it was oh. like a Chinese finger trap. Yeah. The more you try to pull out, the tighter it gets. Yeah, yeah. Oh. It's kind of like the wrench. Too. Oh. Yeah. Oh, really? And like when you fuck a donkey. The the tough part about this is when what? you read it in nothing in <laughs> wait <laughs> I was just trying to save you a pain. A couple immediately stopped intercourse, but couldn't bring themselves to try again after he was <sighs> scared of my lady garden and approached it as if it was a Venus flytrap. Please, trap. God, someone tell me that you call your vagina a lady garden. <laughs> it felt like razor sharp teeth, hence why it had ripped a chunk from my boyfriend's willy. I can assure you right now, if a man ever comes on to you. And you just say, oh, my God, my lady garden is so moist. He will literally turn around and run away. Her deadly vagina forced her into a life of celibacy. So, wow. wait, she's just never going to have sex again? Not like, I think oh, maybe, maybe I'll just a... go back to the doctor and have him pull out no, they, this weird they, mesh nightmare they out of my it. vagina. They removed it, but she's still uncomfortable, apparently. In, in well, that's course. fine. That's fine. You're, I don't blame you, miss. All right. All right. And this to... The grand finale. Nine places you should never stick your dick. There's only nine of them? Because I can think of a lot. Number one. There's nine places in this room I wouldn't stick my dick. Yeah. Number one. Number seven is your mouth. Number one, a sex toy bottle. Well, I guess number number nine. Sex toy bottle? A sex toy bottle. bottle. A 50-year-old Honduran guy's dick got stuck in a bottle after he was using it as a sex toy. So it wasn't meant to be a sex toy. He created his own sex toy. Yeah, yeah, that's what it sounds like. It was like he had it stuck in there for four days. There's no amount of olive oil. Four straight days. You know what happens after four days? Your dick turns black and it decays. And it falls off. Next, 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 (laughs) next, next. Please tell me that stupid son of a bitch lost his dick. No, yeah, no. You deserve to lose your fucking dick if you stick it in a bottle. Uh, this one's. 
How did he get it into the? How big was the melt? Was it one of those like big gulp Pepsi's or like a Gatorade you know, bottle? Maybe like you know they like sold the massive Pepsi's. You know yes. what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like a one liter bottle because everybody's dying of diabetes now. Oh yeah. But it was uh, that, the one with the giant mouth, yes. right? Yeah, they were like Gatorade bottles, but they were they exactly were, yes. we're full of Pepsi, though. Number eight. Oh my god, I just had a huge flashback. Guys, number eight, a, a sex worker, an old Chinese man died while making love to a prostitute. Good for her. Paramedics wheeled him away with his penis still inside of her. Even better. <laughs> Wait, she couldn't get him out? Nope. This guy must have been hung like a fucking champion. A steel pipe, number seven, coming in. It's number seven, a steel pipe. Again, don't fuck things that are harder than your penis. A British man called emergency services after he managed to jam his Johnson in a steel pipe. Doctors initially couldn't operate on him because it restricted blood flow and caused a massive boner. (laughs) (laughs) It's my Uh, favorite now. After seven, it took seven firefighters, 30 minutes, and one metal grinder. (laughs) Amazing. How the hell did you get the beans above the Franks? Uh, number six, a roll of tape, 2015. A roll of tape. Oh, what what type of website is this guy a user of? Got to be Pornhub, right? X Hamster. I think you're not. I think you're thinking too literally. What type of what type of guy would stick his dick in a roll of tape? Somebody who's on Reddit a bunch. Close. Tumblr. Style project. Eight chan. <laughs> Fortune. Fortune. A Fortune user got his bonus stuck inside of a roll of tape, and asked his message board friends how to remove the DIY cock ring. Uh, according to the Daily Dot, the post was titled "I can't lose this boner. I've had it for about 20 minutes. What the fuck do I do?" Uh, the kind people of Fortune gave him advice to varying degrees of helpfulness, ranging from call an ambulance to "I legit hope your dick falls off." <laughs> uh, never got an update from him. Number. F- what was that? Number six. Number five. We're going to just go with number five. A jar of pasta. An Australian man led police on a car chase after they found him with a partially clothed, partially clothed with his penis in a pasta jar. Wait, a pas- pasta the jar? The cops seized porn, women's stockings, and a Jack Russell Terrier from the man's car. <laughs> uh, he... He evaded cops while pleasuring himself in between bouts of wrestling. This guy with sounds... Jack Russell Terrier with the cops. <laughs> Poor dog. All right, number four. What was the dog's name? Please tell me they gave the dog's name. No, they didn't. Son of a bitch. Number four. Fucking failed us. Number four. And coming from South Africa. Never stick your dick in a wedding ring. Wow. How small is your dick? Uh, it ended up there Unless for Unless he a, had huge hands. It, I can barely get my finger into my wedding ring anymore. And your dick went in there? For erotic reasons, on the recommendation of his friends. Uh, they tried to remove it a regular way, but they ended up needing an orthopedic oscillating saw to cut it off. He had the smallest uh, penis on earth. Number three, a park bench. More than a dozen police and EMS he workers f- tended to a man in Hong Kong whose penis was trapped in the hole of a metal park bench. Why? What about that? When when you <laughs> saw that bench, what about it was like, it's the sexiest thing. The man told the police he thought it would be fun to have sex with the bench. This bench is hotter. Turns than out any that was a mistake. Number two, a toaster. <laughs> <laughs> In twenty thirteen, a man had to call firefighters to extract his penis from a toaster. He just wanted a warm dick. What are you, Yo, what are you gonna do? Firefighters have seen some shit. And number one. Oh, that, what? They really? They fucking skipped out on number one? What? 
I guess I'm going to have to make up my own number one. Number one, uh, don't put your dick in a television, I guess? It's my sex box and her name's Sony. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. We have gone on forever about dick news, but this yeah. was all too good. We couldn't cut any of it. So we're going to go to break, and I'm sorry for the next sponsor. And then when we come back, uh, well, I guess we'll get into the show. It's going to be a, a short show, unlike dick news. Just, so uh, thanks just, just for tease what we're going to talk. Thanks about. for listening, and I apologize. We're going to be talking about something that sucks. We're going to be talking about oh. the Puerto Rican Yeti. Yes, because it's always it's yetis. not. It's That's not right, about- Luis Guzman, the hairiest man from Puerto Rico. No, I'm just kidding. The Chupacabras, El Chupacabra. Congratulations if you've made it this far. Do you need a T-shirt but don't want to look like a fucking donkey? Do you want your mug to tell you to fuck yourself every morning? Well, stop shopping at fucking Kohl's, you dildo. Go to facultees.com. These shirts are comfortable. The designs are awesome, and the customer service is pretty amazing. And I gotta tell you, the prices are great for what you get. I own a few of these amazing shirts, but Death Unicorn is definitely my favorite, and the favorite of this crazy Special Forces guy that I made friends with. He's probably killed me. Anyway, up your game. Buy a shirt, and at checkout, enter the code SAJ15 to save 15%. The website is F-A-R-K-L-E-T-E-E-S dot com. So up your game and look better than your shitbag fucking neighbors. Okay, well, thank you for sticking around for an extended version of Dick News. Yeah, if you stuck through uh, Long Dick News, I really Super appreciate long it. Dick news. It was It was like long and it was, it was kind of hard to get through. It was long, it was, hard Dick News. Yeah, long, hard Dick News. And to the people that we've proactively warned to just skip ahead 20 minutes, welcome. Because <laughs> we're going to do that. <laughs> and on that nose, well, and on that nose, or news, welcome back to the Citizen's Guide to the Supernormal. This is a podcast dedicated to the weird, unexplained in all things sticky, stupid, and uncomfortable, like a glory hole in a nursing home. <laughs> <laughs> My name uh. is Sam. <laughs> I, I was mid-sip of my beer. I, I didn't get a chance to react. <laughs> my name is Saj. With me is Maynard. And joining us again tonight is our dedicated producer, Jordan. Yo. Hey. We're all on Twitter. I'm at Bastard Prophet. You bastard. Maynard is at Maynard Rules. And Jordan is at CG Super Jordan. You can follow the show at C underscore G underscore Supernormal. And if you'd like to contact the show, you can email us at citizensguidepodcast at gmail.com. We are accepting all kinds of information. Uh, and if you have cool stories to tell us about weird alien abductions or how many times you've been probed, please email the show. I'm not going to lie. We need some stories. Alien yeah, or, please alien or email us. Actually. Email us. We're happy to fucking put you up on Skype and we'll talk about your weird experiences with something in your doo-doo hole. But seriously, when it comes to <laughs> probing, I mean... When it comes to the probing, it's like alien or otherwise. Yeah, I mean, if you've just been probed by a really, really generous EMT who is maybe eight years older than you, and you were young and drunk, and you were willing to try anything at the time, I'm into it. And that is in no way a personal experience. I was just... (laughs) You guys stop judging me. I mean... And we're hosted by Brand. <laughs> this is a great segue into Branded Sports. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Brandon. I had fingers by- in my butt. <laughs> we're hosted by Branded Sports at thebrandedsports.com. You can also follow Branded Sports on Twitter at Branded underscore sports. Those guys are fucking great. They put out amazing content. If you're not following them and reading their site daily, you're a fucking asshole, and I can't help you. Sports, 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 sports. 
well, it's, it's not, not all sports. just sports. It's not all sports. It's oh, sometimes, I, oh, I know. I've been on the site. Don't worry. Sometimes they post some great stuff about boobs. They have our site. Rude I didn't know it's thing. not just sports. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to follow, uh, if you want an official CGST, they're available at faculties.com. You can so get a meat shower shirt, or you yes. can get. I'm wearing my Yeti shirt tonight. Oh, I'm wearing my Yeti shirt. Yeah, tonight. it's you're, sometimes you're so Yetis. You're I don't so want to. I'm not ready to say it's always Yetis. Is what I'm but it's not always Yetis. It's, it's not never Yetis. It's never Yetis. It no, it's sometimes it is. Sometimes that's it's Yetis. What my shirt says. Sometimes it's, it's Yetis. always Yetis. No, no, my shirt sometimes. says it's never Yeti, so it's and, never and Yetis. Spe- speaking of sports, a team that Jordan might like may have just done some goal stuff. Somebody just scored a goal, and then Jordan... Uh, I almost just ripped the microphones Jordan, yeah, and shit all off the he table. He literally came in his pants. I'm glad you're <laughs> sitting on a towel, you asshole. Oh, uh, no, this is just your blanket. I'm just... Well, I'm, now I'm in trouble. I don't even have pants on. This is just all over your blanket. I'm not okay with that. If you like this episode, please give us a review on iTunes. That's the only way people are going to like us. Because uh, none of the other fucking podcasting sites have any kind of review system, those fucking assholes. So go to YouTube, I mean, go to iTunes, give us a like, leave a comment, say how pretty we are, maybe talk about how much or how little you like my accent. If you don't like it a lot, get, still give us a five star, and I promise I'll quit the show. Can someone just tell iTunes to get that goddamn U2 album off my fucking phone? You still have that? It just won't go away. Dude, there's like seven... Things just won't go Google away. That'll tell you how to get rid Dude, of it. Dude, I hit delete and it comes back. Still? Yeah. I just came to a brilliant realization. <laughs> it comes the, back. Uh, no one wants to hear you two. There's two people in this room who uh, shared the same expression at one point in time when fingers went up. Them. <laughs> what? what is that puppet? And the other one is Saj. That's true. <laughs> Listen, if you're if you're excited about the new U2 album, I can guarantee you're a housewife. I'm 100% certain you're a housewife, and you probably work out at, like, curves. <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah, so please give us a good review. And if you work out at curves, I didn't mean you. I meant the, the lady next to you who's weird and is still yeah, wearing that, denim. That other lady. If you uh, really like the show, too, you can support us at patreon.com slash Sarge to Destroy It. We actually just created some new tiers, so please check out the site and... Um, Help us pay our expenses because this is an expensive show and uh, we all have kids so we can't really dump a lot of our own personal money into it. But thank you to those who have because we're, we're really and, up and coming You know, right honestly, everybody who's nice. given money to us, I got to say, I mean, we're doing our first, our first crowdsourced road trip. Yes. We're going to Salem, Massachusetts. Oh, yeah. Hey, Jordan, maybe, maybe I don't know, not watch the Bruins while I'm talking. I'm listening. I'm <laughs> fully involved. But no, seriously. I'm fully involved, which, I mean, I said, oh, yeah, excited. when you said Salem. We're very excited because we're going to Salem. We're also going uh, to check out some haunted locations in Boston. Um, and it's all because of you guys. So thank you so much. Um, and please continue if uh, if you are donating. And if you're not donating, maybe consider it. Uh, every dollar helps. Uh, if every single person who listened to this podcast donated a dollar, we'd we have, have $10. $10. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> ten whole dollars. Or All tens right. of dollars, I guess. Tens of dollars. All right, so now that that's out of the way, let's get to the point. Buckle up, gang. Saj has a story. The year was 1995. The Galileo spacecraft penetrated Jupiter's atmosphere, and now Jupiter can't wear white at its wedding. The Unabomber's 35,000-word manifesto was published, which triggered the first instance of the phrase too long didn't read. 
That was 1995? 1995. I'm so old. Windows 95 is released <laughs> and thus begins a 24-year-long streak of my dad calling me with computer problems. That was 1995? Yep. And finally, in Puerto Rico, some weird shit starts going on with the local goat population. I just, animals in general, really. Animals in, animals in general had a bad year that year. <laughs> There's a couple of Twitter accounts we might be able to blame for that, but we'll get into that later. Does one of them so, have to do with uh, hot dog colored water? And no, but it does have to do with a guy with a beard who's always in a bathtub. All right. So, El Chupacabra, guys. We're talking about the Yeti from South America. I wouldn't call the... Uh, it is the Yeti of South America. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, but Yetis don't drink... Just, just, just be okay with it. No, it's never Yetis. Always the original, Yetis. Sometimes. It's like a puckwudgie, just The angrier. original term is Spanish and translates literally to goat sucker, which is sucker. a term no one really wants self-applied, that's for sure. The term came from a comedian and radio DJ named Silvero Perez. <laughs> the first attack was reported in Puerto Rico in March 1995. Eight sheep with puncture wounds in the chest were reported and all eight completely drained of their blood. The killings were originally attributed to a fox because that's normal for foxes to drink the blood of goats. Completely and dry. Sheep. Um, because authorities didn't know where else to, to lay the blame. Apparently, these bore striking resemblance to attacks that occurred in America in the Southwest. So uh, I imagine that they came upon these like eight sheep <laughs> with these puncture holes in them. And like, you know, you know, those cans of like fruit punch and like high C. <laughs> I know exactly what you're going to say. You had to pop the hole in it. and like, Yes. But you had to pop the air hole in the other side. And yep. You had to pour it out. That's what I assume happened, right? You had the three puncture wounds because you had to get the air flowing to suck the blood out. I feel like, like millennials will never know that joy. No, you got to get the other one. Right? Yeah. Like the younger generation. The teeny drinks? There's two things they're oh, not going to yeah. get. Yeah. They're not going to get the, the, little, the, the, barrels. the can yep. opener that yep. you need to pop it open. And you're not going to get Woods Porn. Yeah, Woods Porn is a... Woods Porn is the greatest thing that ever happened. Some it's like the original hobo... incognito browsing. <laughs> <laughs> Some drunk hobo goes out in the woods with a bag of fucking porn, does whatever he's going to do with it, and then he fucking leaves it there for, for some young... You know, enterprising 13-year-old to find. It's waterlogged, it's gross, it's weird, and it's sticky. But it's the first time he ever sees a vagina. And it definitely sets the wrong expectation, for sure. All right, so August 1995, as many as 150 farm animals and pets were reportedly killed in and around the town of Canano... Canovanis. <laughs> Canovanis. Canovanis? Canovanis. In the, reportedly in a town that starts with a C. <laughs> Most reports have the animal being completely drained of blood. There was a pattern of unexplained killings with several of the animals being goats, uh, which helped to inspire the locals to christen the killer El Chupacabras, the goat sucker. Chupacabra. Uh, also known as the um, radio DJ who, I guess, reported it. So, so. he was the... He's got two uh, doing my stories. Doing my research Much here. like Spider-Man and has two origin stories. So, so much, much to my chagrin... Uh, I was doing a lot of research on this, and they originally attribute him to to coming up with the phrase on his radio show, uh, and then someone else attributed him to popularizing the phrase on his radio show. So uh, I really have a hard time understanding where the the actual... There's a lot of discrepancies in some of these stories, uh, which make it really difficult to 
figure out what the chupacabras actually are. Uh, but yeah, so this says that the people in Canovanas uh, were the ones who coined the term and then he made it popular. Well, excuse me, not all of us had fucking four years of Spanish in high school. I took French, I which see. was obviously a waste of time. Uh, me too. Yo, yo conozco. Anyway, um, no <laughs> the gruesome slaughter continued to spread many parts of the world, including the United States, Mexico, and even Australia. So apparently, El Chupacabras can swim. Good day, mate. For another shrimp on the barbie. That's a much better accent than I can do, that's for sure. The only thing I know about Australia is they can't say the word nine. Yeah, you're right. I just nine. tried. 99. Nine. Welcome to Australia. We've got 99 flavors of Fosters, which actually is interestingly <laughs> enough, they don't actually fucking drink Fosters. I worked with an Australian guy at the Outback Steakhouse, which is a weird place for an Australian to work. It's like if I went to Australia and worked at Joe's American Bar and Grill. But <laughs> I feel like I was just inside of uh, one of Sarge's videos. You were just inside yourself, that's for sure. So I asked him, I was like, so do you guys drink Fosters there? And he's like, he's like, no, mate, we don't drink that shit there. I can't use a fucking Australian accent. I'm fucked on that. But apparently they drink this stuff called Victoria Bitters, which is much better. Well, so, I mean, if you went to, like, another country, they'd be like, you drink Bud Light? You'd be like, no, no, no. no. Nobody drinks that. <laughs> Nobody drinks that there. They'd be like, oh, we just got a whole bunch of it. Like, this is amazing. There's two people who drink Bud Light in America, and both of them are sad people we don't want to be around. And they both live in Quincy, Massachusetts. Yeah, dude. Quincy, Massachusetts. Bud Light capital of Massachusetts. All right, so... um. God damn, there's the name of that fucking town again. <laughs> there were roughly 30 witnesses to Chupacabra, and all of them occurred in August of the same year in that town in Puerto Rico. It, <laughs> like how I segued there? Was it wasn't until November 19th, 1995, that a detailed description of Chupacabra came from the witness. The eyewitnesses, excuse me. In the city of another hard one, a homeowner caught a glimpse. The city of uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go with Caguas. 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 There's no R there. There's no R. You, rolled... you roll an you rolled an imaginary R. Hold on, I I'll just, help I you out. Got, I just got excited to roll my R. Sorry. I'll help you out. A homeowner <laughs> caught a glimpse <laughs> and described the chupacabra as having huge red eyes, hairy arms, so it looked a little bit like Stephen Miller, <laughs> and it supposedly broke into the bedroom of the house through. Uh, a window and tore apart a child's stuffed teddy bear, which makes sense. It was looking for blood, and instead it found the stuffing. And left a puddle of slime in a single... Well, I can't really describe how many times I've left a puddle of slime somewhere. <laughs> Sometimes uh, I get excited. So many lost children. So many. <laughs> <laughs> I, we call them Kleenex children. <laughs> Every sock I own is like a South Florida orphanage. So anyway, um, it... it Puddle of slime and a single piece of rancid meat on the windowsill. It's like the worst. That's like the worst Santa Claus ever. <laughs> <laughs> also, those are the two things left over when you have sex with a Kardashian. Oh. Oh yeah, especially the tall one. After all this, <laughs> all this after burly. some major carnage has been levied, dozens of turkeys, rabbits, goats, cats, dogs, horses, and cows are dead. And none of them have any blood left in their fucking bodies. Which is just... Again, worst Santa Claus ever. Right? Weird. You guys party weird down there. 
By the end of 1995, there were over a thousand deaths attributed to Chupacabra, and several more witnesses came forward. The creature was consistently described as monkey-like, but having no tail, much like Chris Kattan. <laughs> Some of you might get that reference. What is love? Yeah, there Baby, you go. Don't Baby, don't, don't hurt, hurt me. me. Don't All right. Uh, it had large, oval red eyes and something, and in, in, they sometimes glowed. It had gray skin, a long snake-like tongue, fangs, and long spinal quills that may double as wings. Okay, I don't think you know what quills oh, means. I'm so confused. Yeah, they can't be wings and quills. Those are two very different things. Is that like those things in, so the, this, in the Wizard of Oz? So this particular information came from a, uh, a, uh, a website that had to be translated from Spanish to English. Before I could read it. So, you know, could have been a translation error. Uh, okay. So All right. No, fair enough. Necesitas. Okay. Eyewitnesses claim the chupacabra stand between four and five feet tall. It hops like a kangaroo and leaves a foul, sulfur like stench. It's a big monkey. You know, when I get drunk, I also leave a foul, sulfur like stench. <laughs> so I can't really fault the chupacabra for that. Maybe he just had a couple of margaritas. Maybe before just he cut back party. on the eggs. Yeah, maybe he just he was just tr- trying to potty. Had a couple before. of margaritas. Yeah, he got some margar- He got some uh, some mardi gras. You know beads. how like sometimes old people have to take medicine that uh, you know they can't control the smells that come out of them. Sure. Maybe it's one of those things. Maybe yeah. it's just bad medicine. Maybe you can hang out at the glory hole at the nursing home. <laughs> hey, man, what I do on my ropes. Saturday nights is nobody else's business. It's a Steel Panther song, wasn't it? Yeah, Gang Bang at the Old Folks Home. So it's like combining two of them, actually, Glory Hole and Gang Bang at the Old Folks Home. Two, yeah. two f- fantastic fucking songs. Yeah, they are. Okay, um, at the site of some of the deaths, unidentified three-toed tracks were found. Apparently, they've never heard of birds there. Zoologists th- could think of no known animal that adequately fits a strange portrait, uh, and then sightings in the news uh, were as recent as 2017. And that was in America, actually. Similar but different in India, there have been several reports of attacks by a creature unknown. The common characteristic of the unknown animal given by eyewitness encounters, ah, it has a monkey face. It is a quadruped animal, but it can stand upright like a human being. It has very bright eyes, like torchlight LEDs. It has ears and up and down canines. Um, It has very sharp claws. It has a tail. It can jump very high and very long, which pretty much can, uh, coincides with our dick news. Eh. But apparently people eh. think it can fucking fly. It can fuck and fly? Yeah. Both things together at the same time. It fucks in the air like an eagle. <laughs> Watch out below. It's like the meat showers. It's an extremely clever animal and can sense the surroundings. It can deflect gun bullets and escapes unhurt from weapons, uh, even from guns. Well, you know what? I have seen... <laughs> As a military police soldier in Iraq, I taught the Iraqis how to shoot. And frankly, I wouldn't be surprised if they just weren't good at shooting. Well, this is India, so I mean, I don't... I'm just what, saying wait, in those in those countries, in that section of the world, they think that holding your, your rifle with two hands is feminine. So they don't like to do it. And this spans the Middle East as like the whole... So they don't like it when you hold your rifle with two hands... Isn't, isn't that like in, you know, like uh, that movie Friday, you know, where Ice Cube holds the, holds the pistol in sideways? Yeah. Like, What's up now? What's up now? And, you know, he's you know, I'm pointing at you sideways. You can't see you, it. You can't hit anything when you, you hold it. Your... You're not holding it with two hands. Yeah, if you're like not a, holding it with two hands, like the bullets are going to go everywhere but the target. 
Yeah, but you're just holding it like sideways. So yeah. Wh- why would you hold a rifle like that? Wouldn't that just like just, you know, like go like a noodle? Like yes, but yeah. but you look like a badass when you do it. That's the thing. <laughs> That's the thing. Until they, you pull the trigger, they don't even like to have the butt stock on the rifle. They, they usually unscrew <laughs> they just, it, so it's just a fucking handle and an AK-47, and they just start shooting. I'm not saying that's what happened in India. I'm just saying my experience has been people in the Middle East. Not great shooters. I feel like there's a lot of accidents. You don't find a lot of snipers down there. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> well, just hold it upside down and get over with. All right, so Jordan, do you want to start covering theories? Uh, All right, so I was going to give you guys just some discrepancies, uh, discrepancies. in some of the shit that I found. So okay. um, I found one report of uh, this shit uh, happening like way back in olden days. Um, and it was never really well documented. So we have no idea uh, exactly what um, time frame this is. The reason that we picked 1995 uh, is that most of the articles and most of the uh, abundance of information about Chupacabras came out in around 1995, uh, mostly between 95, 97, and, uh, and so on uh, through the, the 2000s. Uh, Chupacabra sightings do still occur today. Uh, the most recent that I could find was in 2017, uh, and that was in um, America. Interestingly enough, the Where American... Where in America was it? Uh, the Carolinas. Really? Yeah. So, interestingly enough, apparently there were some, several sightings in Chile in the early 2000s, and uh, believe it or not, apparently they captured one, gave it to the American government, and it's being studied secretly. Secretly being studied. The Chupacabra. What was the source for that? Uh, uh, an article that I read. It's actually exactly. in. It's actually in the sources that are that you will have accompanying this episode. Okay. Uh, I could probably dig through and find it again if I had to. But uh, so going, you know, I'm kind of continuing on with some of the discrepancies I found. Um, the animals were not always goats, but uh, apparently got the name goat sucker. Um, I don't know. Maybe they don't have a name. For it sheep. goes with the old adage: you drive a truck once, you're not a truck driver. But if you fuck one goat. You're a goat fucker for life. So there have been also several theories tossed out about what these animals could be, um, if people are making this up. Um, We're going to get into all that in the next segment. Um, Do you guys have any questions about any of this stuff before we move on? Yeah. um, I mean, here's the thing. South Carolina? Yeah. I find it incredibly hard to believe that Chupacabras made it across a great and illustrious border wall. Uh, so there's been Chupacabra sightings in America, in New Mexico, Arizona, Texas, uh, North Carolina, or South Carolina. Is this what QAnon's been going on about forever? Maybe. They really just want the wall so that we wouldn't have Chupacabra coming over the border. Yeah, probably. But like I said, these... Die uh, fucking bollicle. The Democrats are in on this, you guys. It is. Put on the tinfoil. God damn it, those motherfuckers. I bet Chupacabras can read our thoughts. Maybe they're coming in a caravan. I'll be right back. They're, they are coming I in a caravan. To, I need to cover more than my face. Let's take a break. Let's get some fucking tinfoil. This episode has been brought to you by www.thebrandedsports.com. Go to brandedsports.com. Check out all the stuff they got. They're a pretty fucking awesome website because they're sponsoring this fucking podcast. I apologize for all the swears, but if you're from New England, you'll understand. Thank you, and have a wonderful fucking evening. 
Everybody got the tinfoil hat on? The monkey. Yeah, I have mine. Well, you Full don't. Tight. You don't need the fucking face mask, bro. You're in good company. Yeah, it says you. Until the government shows up at your house, nobody's webcam is facing you. What if? What if he was afraid of the government putting trans? I don't want. Let's just go on with the, the fucking show. Let's not Look, I fucking. The red well, you like were asking else. about theories, goddammit. And so well, I want theories about the fucking chupacabra. Now I made uh, it wearing tinfoil on his face. Chupacabra. El chupacabras. El chupacabras. Chupacabra. All right. Can you mute? Can you mute the Red Sox game, please? Oh. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah sorry. Here, yeah, my goddamn I, headphones. Sorry. I can I can watch us lose. I don't need to hear it. Hey, they're they're winning at the moment. Well, for now, mm. it's three all. It's four three. No, it's not. Did, did look at the scoreboard. It's four oh, three. Oh yeah, look at that. Holy smokes. Four, Fucking three. a Maynard. All right, everybody. Theories. I got theories for you. Okay. Are you ready? What do you got? Are so you ready? potatoes. I blame potatoes. Tinfoil mania is coming for you, brother. <laughs> uh, so demons. Oh, demons. Demons from hell. Like you know those. Oh, it's demons. like that movie, The Gate. Oh, oh, those things that aren't real. People seem to think that chupacabras are demons. I mean, people can be exercised. I've done it before. I don't do it frequently, but I've done it. Yeah, I don't exercise all that much either. It's a lot of work. Not a lot of payoff either, I feel like. No, I, I, I just drink beer. It works it works better. I eat steak, typically. Oh, that's good, too. It's yeah. good for you. No, it's, I mean, I like Protein. It. Yeah, lots of You it. know how I defend myself from things that don't exist? By reminding myself that they don't exist. It's well done. Like mosquitoes? No, those are real. Those are very real. You know what's not real? Demons. So yeah. climate change. So uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, I believe in it. You just, believe you in, just upset you believe in demons. All the right. end of the world as we know go it. Go move oh. to Boston. Tell me what it's like. In hey, like speaking of climate years. change, did you guys? You guys oh, no, don't go there. No, let's not. No, let's no, no, not. no, no. Did you see the thing about Mount Everest? They're, they've removed they pulled, three they pulled, tons. It's underwater. Three tons of three people tons and of poo. Off trash. Three tons of trash off of Mount Everest. They, and people. And they're going to remove an eleven, a staggering eleven more tons of fucking trash in the next forty-five days. They should. They should. It's fucking 11 gross. Eleven fucking tons. How does that much trash get up there? It's pretty bad when there's so many dead people on Mount Everest that they're using them as fucking waypoints. They're like, uh, hey, let's everybody meet at the dead guy in the blue jacket. They're actually starting to bring dead people. Oh. They're well, starting to bring dead people back down the mountain now. Let's the, uh, let's everybody dead, meet up at the guy who's beaten off, who the, froze. Do the dead people count in the weight of the trash? No, no. no. Those are they're, they're different. There's a separate entity. Yeah. So literally, those people have gone up there and littered and then died. I'm gonna be honest with you though. If it's I possible. fucking died on Mount Everest, I'd be kind of pissed off that they're moving my body. Well, the problem is, is that Mount Everest is like melting now. I want everyone the, to the, stop at my raging bone. Yes, yeah, so they're finding all the garbage. yeah, they're finding all the garbage in the dead bodies. Yeah. Oh, um, well, that's different. That's different then. Anyway, back to the demon theory. So uh, <laughs> I don't want to spend a lot of time on it because, uh, you know. Um, it's probably not real. Right. Well, demons. I mean, somebody believes in yetis in the room, so I guess. It's always yetis. Never yetis. Sometimes. Sometimes. Oh, right. So, uh, yeah, so so demons was a thing. Um, there was a, a website that um, stated it was... It was demon and the idea that the eyes were glowing and it was a creature that they'd never seen before and it sucked the blood like a vampire so it was a, a like a punished demon who had to suck the blood in order to survive yeah, I, I don't know where the theory came from because if you follow the track that these like came around in 1995 I really have a hard time with like 
someone in 1995 going, oh, yeah, you know what? It's a fucking demon. I don't. I don't. Because if you look at America right now, I think you would be surprised at how many people believe in demons because they're morons. Well, did you happen to see that a certain cruise ship from a certain religion has been quarantined because of a measles outbreak? <laughs> oh, whoopsie. I guess measles is a real thing we need to be careful of, not something we can avoid being uh, I, did, I didn't realize there was religion involved. Scientology, my friend. Oh, I wasn't going to oh, say it, but you guys no. didn't go there. Well, I mean, what are they going to do? Fucking ban our podcast. 12 people will listen to it. I think we'll be fine. It's a Scientology cruise ship. So so just go yeah, go over that. So a Scientology cruise ship. Has they, been quarantined. Quarantined because of measles. Because they, they don't vaccinate. Yeah, apparently they didn't think vaccinations were part of L. Ron Hubbard's plans. The guy with the worst teeth in the how, history of cult leaders. How great would it be if they were like, uh, there was like a bunch of people who got measles and then there was like five who didn't. <laughs> they were like... You vaccinated. You know what? You know, here's my thing. I I can't imagine that anyone would follow a religion of a guy who had his teeth as bad as L. Ron Hubbard's did. His teeth, there were summer teeth. Some were there, some were yellow, some were gone. <laughs> um, they were horrifying to look at. Have you ever watched this guy talk on YouTube? Look up L. Ron Hubbard's videos. He looks like someone hit him in the face with a bag of hot nickels when he was a kid. In his mouth just looks like a jagged Jackson Pollock painting of teeth. He has the mouth of a Picasso. Wow. All right, then. You've seen it. <clears throat> You've seen it? Look them up. They're, they're terrifying. All right. So, well, Maynard it's is like the being... skyline of Chicago. Well, we're distracting Maynard, I'm going to move right along to alien being. Alien... There are people who believe Chupacabra being. is an alien being? Yeah, so apparently... It's actually more believable to me than demons. So so here's here's my problem, right? Uh, in all of the studying that I've done for this, <clears throat> I've not found any of the information I'm about to give you, but I found it in this one source. Uh, again, a uh, Spanish article that I translated into English. Um, and they said that... Oh, God. That is just a look. <laughs> He's showing me pictures of L. Ron Hubbard. I'm not He's not a good-looking man. So, no, uh, God, God, his fucking... His bottom teeth look like a fucking drawbridge. Yeah. So apparently Ugh. there's a lot of UFO sightings tied into Chupacabra sightings. Which is very similar if you do, as, as fans, do your research. Or not even fans, but people who just stumbled upon this by accident. Apparently... Do your research, but Bigfoot also coincides with a lot of... UFO Apparently sightings. 40% of, of chupacabra cases contain the presence of an unidentified flying object, uh, and it has been the safest, so far it has been the safest thing because it has not been uh, captured, raids have been made in different countries. Never. I don't mean to shit in your ice cream, yeah, guys, but this is more than likely proof that you've been just doing too many hallucinogens. Yeah, I mean, so... Uh, this this mute this alien theory is that uh, this was an extraterrestrial that was uncovered, and then it began to uh, feast, and it had been dormant and staying in in the world. Oh God, that is so awful. Uh, it had been dormant and staying in the world, uh, you know, in, in on Earth for quite some time. Um, strange beings that have semi-human characteristics. It also could be that these were. Uh, at one point, monkeys or animals that had been uh, purposely mutated by aliens or uh, turned by aliens into these blood-sucking creatures. Um, so the alien theory carries a lot of that, like that air about, oh, well, these are either like poor creatures that were like alien experiments, and they were released back onto Earth to see what would happen, or 
Um, you know, there are alien creatures that were put here a long time ago, and they've finally woken up and started to feast. Uh, or it's that the aliens are letting their dogs out to use the bathroom. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> there you go, you know, like They make a pit stop on Earth, and they're like, all right. Uh, all right, Bailey, get out of the spaceship, go make your boom-booms, and then come back. I'm not going to clean up after you, but I don't want you leaving that sulfur smell on the floor in the laundry room again. So, yeah. Uh, that's where we're at with aliens. I, again, I, I haven't seen, like in all the, the reading I've done about this, I've not seen the 40% connected, but uh, apparently this, this website, it's uh, diarioelcentro.cl. Um, oh. It's an archived article, but uh, they talk about that. They also talk about uh, chupacabras um, uh, could be mutated animals that have just naturally mutated over time. That's like that's a theory that we get into when we talk about uh, the Indian attacks. So I'm going to talk about the Indian attacks next. Um, in the Indian attacks, they've got strange theories. They've got two that this thing is either a monkeyoid. I say monkeyoid because they think that the monkeyoid is a robot which resembles a monkey in appearance with the advancement of robotics and artificial intelligence. Human-like robot two is very common now nowadays. Uh, such advanced robots are specifically developed for strategic applications by advanced countries. Ooh. Monkeyoid could be a product of the advanced human minds, robotic science, and artificial intelligence. It could be a highly intelligent robot. Uh, I don't know why monkeyoids would suck blood and attack like people, especially if they have the three rules of robotics um, from that movie, iRobot. I didn't see it. Uh, the it wasn't good. Three rules of so robotics are like robots can harm like humans. Isn't that the thing that cleans up like a vacuum cleaner kind of thing? No, that's a, um, that's a Roomba. That's oh, a Roomba, sir. So um, the monkeyoids could have intelligence and cognition, a various sets of inbuilt sensors, like uh, pr- perceptive sensors, proximity sensors, range sensors, vision cameras, and LiDAR radar systems. They could also be fitted with hands of three fingers and sharp metal claws. Monkeyoids also have legs with sharp claws, springs beneath the foot, helping them jump. Etc. 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 The monkeyoid hypothesis came from uh, around 2011. It came out in 2000, 2011, 2001. Anyway, um, I think it's a complete fucking. <laughs> it's, it's just another one of those crazy theories, like ro- robot monkeys in India attacking people and sucking the blood out of animals. Yeah, no, I don't buy that for a second. Um, however, this one is more fun. The second theory: mutant monkeys. Butt stuff. Oh, mutant monkeys! Mutant monkeys! Mutant monkeys are genetically modified, like um, macaque. Uh, ma- macaws. M a c a q. That's how they pronounce macaws. The yeah. q. The q u is silent. What's the point of having it? I don't know. Uh, like, such as bioengineered. What's the point of having a queen? Same thing. No reason. Such as bioengineered and genetic modification of primates has been reportedly conducted in many laboratories in advanced countries beyond the border. Reports on such a successful experiment in primate monkeys are available in public domain, too. Who knows? The sighted monkey-faced animals could be a product of bioengineering experiments. It's like Gremlins 2. <laughs> <laughs> like the spider gremlin? Check it out one time, won't you? Maybe you can't feed the monkeys after midnight, or they turn into other monkeys. No, they Gremlins 2, they just they were it was but just I, all experiments yeah. and all that stuff. I remember Gremlins 2. It wasn't as good as Gremlins 1. No, but it, it was just weird. They Can went we, fire man's natural enemy. Can we just settle on the fact that Gremlins One was a Christmas movie? All right, next Naturally, topic. Obviously, next topic. Wow, Maynard. I don't agree. It was uh, what? 
I don't. How agree. do you think fucking Die Hard is a Christmas movie, but Gremlins isn't? This isn't a subject. The Gremlins in. came down the fucking chimney. Well, they didn't. This. <laughs> no, they didn't. What movie yes, did they it? did. Gremlins won. Yeah, Gremlins won. They came it down the chimney. It took place during, like, during yeah, Christmas. It came, Christmas trees. came during Christmas. Gremlin literally came down the fucking chimney. It's as Christmas as Nakatomi Plaza. I agree. All right, so uh, this one's kind of fun. That's why there's Gremlins ornaments. Duh. <laughs> chupacabra. The Chupacabra ornaments. Was a, is a descendant of the bird, the Nightjar. Now, this one's kind of a fun theory. This so is that, a reach. Okay. So the Chupacabra name, uh, it comes from, and this is a whole thing, comes from a couple different blogs. It's an article that was compiled. Um, Jason Colavito in the blog The Secret Prehistory of the Chupacabra, writes that the Chupacabra name derives from 2,300 years of European and American traditions about nocturnal creatures that prey on livestock. It all started with a small, completely harmless little bird. Uh, Colavito notes correctly in the estimation that the first Chupacabra was not a monster, nor was it a vampire. Originally, the goat sucker was not so named because the creature sucked blood like a vampire, but because it sucked milk directly from the teat. The legend originates in the story told of a European nightjar, genus Caprimoglus, a smallish nocturnal and insectivorous bird that inexplicably, inexplicably developed a bad reputation earning the name Goatsucker. The first author to record this was Aristotle in the History of Animals written around 350 BCE. So, uh, they think that the Chupacabra has just kind of evolved from the nightjar into uh, something that now sucks on the blood of uh, animals. Um, just creating that lineage, uh, the, I don't know, I, night, so <laughs> the night jaw, what does it do? Uh, it was a blood. It was a, it was a, it was bird. a blood. It was a part bird. of the crypts. It was a bird that sucked on the teeth <laughs> of goats. It did not hang out with the crypts. It wasn't friends with It was Snoop a Dog. bird that sucked on the teeth of goats, apparently. A bird that sucked on the teat of goats. Did yeah. it draw blood? Uh, well, this doesn't say. I'd I'm just to trying read, to figure out where the it? fucking... I'll, I can read Aristotle's History of the Animals, I guess. I'd rather you didn't. I'd rather you not read me a book of a guy who thought the world was flat. All right, so um, I don't know. This article goes on to talk about how he's just a descendant of the nightjar, and it, as it evolved, it started to suck the blood of animals. I don't know. It's just uh, oh, okay, okay. So I'm kind of getting it. I just to me, it seems a little. So there's a, there was other theories weird. that I didn't feel like putting in here. Like for instance, the theory that this was some type of dinosaur-like creature that survived years and years and years of evolution, uh, which gives it the snake-like tongue. Oh. Uh, the Quills on the back, which are also sometimes referred to as like um, plates or like dinosaurs. Like a stegosaurus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's like a thing. So Forgive that noise, Emmett. Uh, so uh, I'm going to go with the most likely, because I, I mean, this was all just stupid theories, but I do want to go with just the most likely theory. Published October 30, 2010 at nationalgeographic.com. Are you ready? Nat Geo. Nat has got, got the good. It was obviously butt stuff. Uh, that, sounds like, that sounds like a phrase Nat flesh Geo and, would use. Flesh and blood chupacabras right? have allegedly been found as recently as June, making the monsters eminently more accessible for study than, say, the Loch Ness Monster or Bigfoot. In almost all these cases, the monsters have turned out to be coyotes suffering from a very severe case of mange, a painful, potentially fatal skin disease that can cause animals to have hair fall out and skin to shrivel. Among other symptoms. I don't buy it. For some scientists, explanations for supposed chupacabras is sufficient. I don't think we need to look any further to think that this is some other explanation for these observations. 
the University of Michigan entomologist who studied uh, Sarcoptes scabi, which is the parasite that causes mange. Um, wildlife disease expert Kevin Keel has seen images of alleged, alleged chupacabra corpses and clearly recognized it as a coyote and said he could imagine how others might not. It still looks like a coyote, just a really sorry excuse for a coyote. Um, I, I wouldn't think of chupacabras if I saw it in the woods, but then I've been looking at coyotes and foxes with mange for a while. A layperson, however, might be confused towards identity. The chupacabra evolution, uh, the Sarcoptes scabies also cause itchy rash known as scabies in humans. In humans and non-human alike, the mite burrows under the skin, secretes eggs, and waste material, which triggers an inflammatory response to the immune system. Uh, so this, it's like having babies. This is worse in canines <laughs> because it becomes life scabies, though. Um, and then the reason for the blood drinking is that because they need to feed the parasites on. So, so wait, hang on though. So do other creatures who get scabies drink blood? I don't know. Humans don't. Well, you, you, I guess that's the point I'm trying to make. Like they, they're making this claim. But this about is life threatening. It's not life threatening in in other creatures. Like the, when they oh, talk about okay, this okay, is life threatening. Right. The, canine, the canine class. Okay, all right. Forget what I said. Uh, so, University of Michigan's O'Connor speculates the mite passed from humans to domestic dogs, then onto coyotes, foxes, and wolves in the wild. Research suggests that a, the reason for the dramatically different responses is that humans and other primates have lived with the Sarcoptes mite for more than their for much of their evolutionary history while other animals have not. So we've evolved with the uh, parasite. Primates are the original hosts of the mite, O'Connor said. Our evolutionary history with mites helps us to keep scabies in check so it doesn't get out of hand like it does when it gets into other animals. Um, so the whole theory about chupacabra is that chupacabra is really just a hairless dog. Coyotes, yeah. <sighs> so since That's chupacabras... A theory. Well, a so... Theory. Since chupacabras are likely mangy coyotes, this explains why the creatures are often reported as attacking livestock. Animals with mange are quite often debilitated, um, and if they are having a hard time catching the normal prey, they might choose livestock because it's easier. As for the blood-sucking part, the chupacabra legend may be just that to make just be maybe make-believe or exaggeration. I think it's pure myth, O'Connor says. Um, as the legend has evolved. Uh, it could be explained away as appearances by mangy coyotes, dogs, or coyote-dog hybrids, or koi dogs. It's certainly a good explanation, but it doesn't mean it explains the whole legend. For example, more than 200 original chupacabra reports from Puerto Rico in 1995 described as a decidedly uncanine creature. Again, we've talked about how they were kangaroo-like hopping from place to place. Um, you get reports of them being bipeds and being able to walk upright. Um, as well as being able to walk on all fours as quadrupeds. Um, in 1995, Chupacabra was, was understood to be a bipedal creature that was three feet or about a meter tall, covered in short gray hair with spikes out of its back. So, um, Well, uh, I mean, a, a coyote with no fur would look like it probably had spikes coming out of its back, right? Yeah, yeah. Because you'd see its spine Maybe. just like protruding from its skin. But they don't walk on their hinds all the time. No, but if one was messed up enough... Maybe. It, I mean, when a dog loses its leg, though, it usually just goes on the other legs. It relies on the other legs. I find it hard to believe that a dog with mange is going to be able to evolve that quickly to be like, okay, well, i got to run on both back feet then. Yeah, right. I mean, that's it's you're 100% right. That's why, like, you know, like, you know, but that's why they, they're also 
seen hopping. Oh. So I mean, like kangaroos, like they're they are compared to kangaroos sometimes. So like, well, by the by the time something weird. like that gets all like screwed up to the point where it doesn't have any fur and it's all like yeah i've also you know, seen them compared to like dingoes. Gonna move? i don't know is in that the the uh dingo ate my baby right yeah yeah no i've, I've seen them like like so they're talking about chupacabras as compared to dingoes dingoes hmm. that's kind of interesting but like you know if they got the mange the dingoes got the mange again attacking livestock because it's easy prey yeah. and and domestic animals i guess maybe so guys i mean i've I, there's so much here. I mean, there's really. a lot. There was a lot to uncover, and some of these theories, like the demon theory, carrying the water, the alien theory. I've never seen a report of a chupacabra attack in a UFO sighting. Apparently, forty percent of them, uh, based on that article that I that we have linked in the uh, description of the episode, um, share the commonality that there is a UFO sighting on top of the chupacabra attack. Uh, I I don't know where to go from here. Look, I'm not saying it's aliens. But it's aliens. But it's aliens. I would like to say that it's aliens just because it's a fun theory. Yeah. I like to think that it's like the aliens out on a pit stop, though. Like, they let the dog out to run at the pit stop, and they're like, all right, now it's time to get back in the UFO. we got to go home. That's why they're all over the place, like Australia. (laughs) (laughs) Just a roving fucking band of dingoes. I do realistically think it's probably some combination of what you're talking about with the mange and, like, some coyote or... Some whack ass. I like the mutated monkey disease. thing. Or the yeah mutated monkey. Like it sounds well, cool. I, that's a, I saw them open for Limp Biscuit in 1999. It was they were fucking awesome. Um, <laughs> you watched that movie Outbreak with the crazy. Yes, monkey? that was a good. That was I mean, a good I'm just movie. saying. You're terrible. I'm just saying. Dude, Dustin Outbreak. Hoffman. If he didn't win an Oscar for that movie, he should have. Outbreak. Great monkeys. Movie. Great movie, great movie. Angry monkeys. Well, I mean, at least we know it's a it's it's a realistic multitude of things. You know, we know it's not yetis. You know, in this case, sometimes yetis aren't three feet tall. I want to say they're not. I I want to say time that they could be. I want to say that it's it's never yetis. Look, it's it's always yetis, but in this case, I guess always is a bit open to interpretation because it's too small to be yeti. Yeah, exactly. That's but that's okay. That's okay. I'm going to say... Uh, I'm realistic with my Yetis, and, you know, it's... So then it's not always Yetis. Just remember this, people. It's not always Yetis. Well, no, it, it is except for when there's three feet tall. Midget Yetis. Yeah, all right, then it is always Yetis. It's midget Yetis. Always Yetis. All right, I'm just going to disagree. Right. What if it was like a <sighs> Yetis pet? Maybe we're just going to come up... I'm going to come up with my own theory right now. <laughs> Yetis have pets? Well, no, the Yeti, because the Yeti's a snow guy. So we're going to go with the Bigfoot. <laughs> it's a Bigfoot pet. All right, that's... That's just warm yeti. Yeah, warm yeti. <laughs> tan yeti. Tan yeti. I'm gonna say, uh, I'm gonna say it's the Puerto Rican yeti. No, it's no, all right. It's clearly, it's clearly like uh, coyotes. I think it's probably. It's not coyotes. Well, since I don't think they've ever actually, I mean, we can't say that they've ever found a carcass. Apparently, the U.S. government has one. Can we just hold on though? It? Can we just think about this for a second? They're saying it's a fucking coyote. Yeah. How many dogs have you seen walking on their hind legs, as sick as they are? Dude, you ever read Animal Farm? Yeah, that's the, that's a book written by a guy, and it's not a it's not a factual. You can't prove it didn't happen. Fair enough. It's fiction. Dude, dude, dude wrote 1984. It's, that's it's happening. Sometimes fiction based on facts, right? Fiction based around real life events. That that was actually based on the Russian Revolution of 1917. But anyway, let's go. Sorry, I blacked out there for a minute. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm gonna put a stop to this. All right. You guys, uh, thanks for joining us. Sorry that you had to sit through an entire segment of dick news to uh, 
To hear ah, us, you like the dick. To hear please. us leave a really... This is just fucking open-ended at this point. We have no idea what chupacabras <laughs> are, but... There's like a, a, a lot of there's a lot of shit that goes into it. Leave us some comments. Tweet very at vague. us. To tell us tell us what you think the chupacabra was. I still think it's Angry Santa. <laughs> he he went in. And he was like, "Fuck your teddy bear," and he ripped it open. And then he was like, "He's more like Krampus." Oh oh. And the <laughs> other thing about the the mangy yetis is they uh, they do leave behind a terrible odor. The mangy oh. the mangy coyotes um, leave behind a terrible odor, which would explain the sulfur. Yeah. Smell. Oh, sure. Sarge is right. uh, busy. Yeah, sorry. Tip, tap, tap. I'm, I'm actually masturbating right now. No, I was. I. It's weird, get me you, going. it's weird that you Yeti's can masturbate with your fingers on your keyboard. Well, he's typing. He's not masturbating. He just wants. He wants to come off. You don't. Need I'm spoiling your the magic. I'm masturbate. spoiling the magic of the podcast. You don't need your fingers to masturbate. Not All when right. you have a vagina. Let your fingers do the walking. All right. Through the, through the yellow pages. Well, your penis is. All right. Well, all right, so why don't why don't, why don't we why don't we tell the people how to f- remind them how to follow us again? Okay, so stuff. you can find me at Bastard Prophet on Twitter, or I'm at CG Super Jordan. CG Super Jordan on Twitter or Maynard Rules. Why couldn't uh, Maynard say Maynard's name? Because his tinfoil mask keeps bumping against uh, the microphone. It's creating feedback. Honestly, if you've gotten to this point, you're, there's no way you're not following us on social media. Or you so. can find me at patreon.com. <laughs> Sometimes Sarge the Destroyer. You can make donations to the show. Thank you. Which will give us money for us to go do things to entertain you yes. and embarrass ourselves. Like yes. Salem. That's all we got. That's the end of the show. Thank you so much for listening. Thank Hopefully, you. by the time you hear this, You'll see a little bit of teaser footage from our time in Salem. We gotta, yes. we gotta, we gotta buy Sarge's wife some more tinfoil. We used a lot. We of used that. a lot we of tinfoil tonight. Sorry, Sarge's wife. It's oh. weird that Maynard's still trying to make a tinfoil suit right now. I'm almost there. I just gotta get He's to my Almost socks. there. All right. Thank you for listening. Have a great night. And um, you know, go tits. I guess tits, testicles, testicles. Go testicles.